0: To the Skull and Flowers podcast. I am Skull and I'm here with flower number one.
1: Hi, I'm Lavender.
0: And flower number two.
1: Hi, I'm Rose.
0: And today we are going to read the fable, The Horse and the Groom, and then we're going to talk about cause and effect and opportunity cost. With that, Rose, can you read the fable?
1: Yes, I can. The Horse and the Groom there was once a groom who used to spend long hours clipping and combing the horse of which he had charge, but who daily stole a portion of his allowance of oats and sold it for his own profit the horse gradually got into worse and worse condition and at last cried to the groom if you really want me to look sleek and well you must comb me less and feed me more
0: thank you rose that's interesting um so I was, you know, a little bit disappointed because it's the horse and the groom, but nobody seemed to get married in this fable. Uh, so that's a little bit disappointing. Okay, Lavender, do you have your own version?
1: Yes. So once there was a girl who went to school and she really cared about her looks and mm-hmm. her hair and stuff like that. But she never focused on her education, so she would never do homework and mm-hmm. study for tests. So what so happened next? So then one next? day she was like, going to get expelled, and then, no, she was going to get suspended.
0: And then she became a podcaster, and no one could see what she looked like.
1: Just make her get suspended, <laughs> and then she has to get better grades, okay? just She okay. failed all of her tests. Restart.
0: Rez, do you have a version?
1: Yes, I do. Once there was a farmer who grew the prettiest flowers ever. He always gave them soil and water, but for some reason they always died. So one day when the farmer was showcasing them in the shade, one died right in front of him. Then he said, why, oh, why do they have to die? Then one flower says, you always keep us in the shade because you're showcasing us and we don't get enough sunlight.
0: Oh, Mm. okay, yeah. So both of you went with focusing on one thing at the expense of the other. But I think that's a totally good reading of the fable. But there's also something I want to lead our discussion with, to, to start off with. And that is that the groom also was stealing oats. And then, did it feel to you like the groom was trying to make up for stealing the oats by brushing the horse more? My
1: mm, guess. I think that, about that. That's not really like a good... Like, that's not only really a fair trade, though. That's right. Yeah. Right.
0: So, okay. Then I have a question. If every day after school you hit your sister right when you came home, but then I every, every day, day after dinner you gave her half of your dessert, would that make up for hitting her? No. Why not?
1: I mean, some people are like, give them revenge, give them pain back, or others are just mm-hmm. like, it's Okay!
0: <laughs> but, but does that make up for it?
1: Mm, no, not really. not really. It's kind of like bribing them to forgive them. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, so, okay, then another one. So if you stole $10 from your dad's wallet every morning and then put 11 in in the afternoon, would that make up for it?
1: Depends what you're yeah. buying. Well, it would because I mean, it's $10, and he's given, you're giving him $11. That's a pretty good trade. I mean, like, doing it in secret, you need extra dollar for tax.
0: But isn't it still stealing in the morning? Uh,
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess it's still stealing, but you're kind of, like, borrowing it because you mean, give it back.
0: I think <laughs> when you borrow, you have to ask first.
1: Yeah. You steal, like, you, like, half steal, but half borrow. So if you like, steal, you have to, um... If you steal, you have to replace it, or else you'll know. But if you borrow, you don't have to give anything else back. No. I mean, no, I mean, no, not not borrow. (laughs) So how come
0: you feel different about the money? How come you feel different about the money situation, but not about the hitting your sister and making up for it with dessert?
1: Because the money actually has like a value, like Mm -hmm. an actual value but you don't know how much the dessert values or how much hitting your sister values.
0: Like- okay, so I don't know. I think you, the way you guys are looking at it is almost like at the end of the day, you add up the bad and add up the good you did in the day, and then you just like hope that you're, um, above that your good actions average out to higher than your bad actions. Is that a good way to look at it?
1: I mean... (laughs) Not really.
0: So, you know, in the morning, you can't just do bad things. You can't punch all the kids on the way into school, and then in the afternoon, go back and give them all pieces of pie, even if there's ice cream on them. I think when you guys think about it at money, it's tempting to look at it to be like, oh, well, it's not stealing because you're giving back the same amount. But when you think about it in terms of a a violent action, it's like, oh, wait, no, that's not really the same thing at all.
1: Because it's like um, violence is like an action and you can't like take back your action. That's
0: right. So um, I'm definitely not an expert on um, karma, but a lot of people think karma is just well, and I may be misunderstanding some people, but I've heard karma talked about in a couple of different ways. Some people take it as like karma is almost like it, this averaging concept. Oh, if your good actions on average are better than your bad ones, you have you know good karma. But I think then other people um, treat it more as like cause and effect. Like, okay, you stole the money in the morning, you hit your sister in the afternoon, there's just going to be, like, cause and effect that follows that, like, no matter what, right? So, there's always an effect to your action. So, if you steal your dad's money in the morning and then replace it, at some point, you start to feel like, okay, well, then maybe stealing's okay as long as I pay it back. And then what if you start to take that train of thought towards violent actions, like, oh, I can go ahead and hit this person Mm -hmm. because I'm going to make up for it later,
1: that doesn't work
0: that's right so but I think you guys also understand the feeling that if you've done something bad you also have a feeling you want to make it up to that person do you ever feel that way
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like sometimes I, when um I make our mom angry I was want to make it up to her but like doing something nice like doing chores or like doing like a lot of extra like maybe I made her angry because I was complaining about not getting dessert I would do a lot more extra than just saying sorry yeah
0: so i think what it is though is that to take this notion of um karma and cause and effect and all that every action you do is like planting a new seed for further actions right so if you plant the seed of stealing in the morning giving back doesn't unplant the seed you're just Planting a good seed, you know what I mean? And overall in life, everybody, you know, we want to plant as many good seeds as possible, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think one thing that's important to understand is that doing good actions doesn't unplant the seeds of our bad actions.
1: Definitely. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like if you, it's kind of like, like you can't invent like time travel.
0: That's right that's right you can't really undo anything you've done ever
1: Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, so like besides if you did a time travel it would be way too confusing different timelines stuff like that
0: no that's not to uh, get down on people because you know some people listening have probably done things that they feel embarrassed or ashamed of in the past and That's not to say that they should, like, give up and be like, well, I can't ever undo that action, so I shouldn't even bother. I don't think that's the case at all. It's just kind of like, yeah, maybe in your past you planted a very big, bad seed, but, you know, go forward with your life and try to plant as many good seeds as possible, right?
1: Yeah, like, you can't unplant the seed, but you can try to apologize for like that? no try
0: yeah. to like not really like grow the seed like i don't well, i'm ap- trying
1: to make like a metaphor or something. yeah the metaphor
0: know. might break down <laughs> at some point but it's like yeah just go forward in your life and try to plant as many good seeds in the future as you can um and you know if if anyone feels down about the things they've ever done you know Everybody feels bad, embarrassed about something they've done, and that's just life, and that's how we grow, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes having done a bad thing reminds us that, you know, we really do need to plant good seeds because the plants that g- grow from bad seeds can have really negative effects. So,
1: like, mm-hmm. there's this poster at my school. It says, um, like, your thoughts become your actions, your actions become your words, your words become... Stuff like that. Oh, oh so then, oh, oh, And then, so at the top, it says... Yeah, your your thoughts become no something becomes your thoughts or whatever. Then at the end, something becomes your destiny.
0: Uh huh. And so is the final answer to like think more about bananas.
1: Yes, bananas are your destiny then. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So let's change uh, change uh, topics here. After saying everybody, plant as many good seeds as you can, but. You know, move forward if you've planted bad seeds. Okay, now here the groom was doing two things. He was trying to make up for um, not feeding the horse by brushing it more. And so this is the question. When you are going to take any action, when you sit down to watch TV, when you go to sleep, how much time do you spend thinking about other things you could be doing at the same time
1: i do that a lot okay because you know for me i like can't like focus on one thing i'm like crazy i Mm -hmm. do like one thing and then i want to do another at the same time
0: okay so like
1: sometimes when i'm watching tv i'm like i want to crochet right now too Uh uh-huh I'm just thinking about eating. (laughs) Yeah, we need some good popcorn here, people. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, that's... that. So, I think what you're getting at is kind of distraction. But, I mean, how many times, like, when you're like, hmm, I should play video games right now. But then you're like, but I also want to play with my baby sister. Because the truth is, think about this. When you are doing one thing... There's literally nothing else you can be doing. Like, how many things are there to do in the world?
1: Like a bajillion, billions, thing, yeah. and
0: billions, and billions. And so <laughs> you can billions. only do one of them at a yeah. time. And so um, does do you that work? Reading,
1: and ask, eating. reading, and eating.
0: Um, yeah, but even that. Um, from what I understand, I'm not an expert on brain science, but you're actually not really doing two things at once. You're just kind of switching back and forth between them quickly.
1: Well, this is how you multitask. You read, you breathe, you blink, you move. You're doing four <laughs> nice, things Nice all
0: try, but Breathing and blinking, those things uh, happen even with you. Even uh, when I you're not thinking about I that. I I
1: like automatic. How yeah. about reading while you're skydiving? Or, um,
0: I think that might take away from the excitement of skydiving. But so seriously, that when you choose one thing, like the things we choose often, like we... we you know, I think most people in this family watch TV some at least every day. Do you ever think there's literally a billion other things I could be doing? But
1: yeah,
0: well, I think like, TV is a pretty good one. Sometimes, sometimes
1: you need to relax. Yeah. Sometimes, like when I spend the whole day watching TV, I could have been like, I like, like I do regret your decision. Yeah. I'm like, I should have spent all day um, watching TV. I could have been like doing my homework or like s- solving global warming That's right. <laughs> exactly. so,
0: so our, what we're saying here is that instead of a good or a bad seed you're planting a cringe seed
1: yeah
0: <laughs> 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 okay so but do you think it's useful to literally go through a checklist of the so you're like, okay, I'm going to do this one thing. Let me check it against the other 999,999,999,999 things I could be doing.
1: How about bajillion?
0: A bajillion, I can never remember where that fits in the stack of numbers.
1: Which one's the biggest?
0: Um, I, I don't know because they say that even there's different sizes oh, of yeah. infinities, but I don't even... Wait,
1: what? You could say like infinity Wait. and two? That's not even
0: a thing. I'm not a mathematician, so... um,
1: I'm confuzzled. Okay,
0: so what could the moral be if the groom was taking the money to buy oats to gamble? When he earned enough money, he would feed the horse, but when he didn't win, he wouldn't feed the horse.
1: Well, if he gambled, how would he know if he got money or not? Like, would he just let the horse starve if every single time he sold the oats and he didn't get money?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Uh, the groom should put himself in the horse's hooves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> horseshoe?
1: Horseshoe. <laughs> the lucky horseshoe, not really lucky for this horse. Mm-hmm. But he should put himself in the in his own hooves because mm-hmm. it, like, imagine if you couldn't eat, like, it would be a 50 or a 50, 50-50 if you could eat or not.
0: Oh, wouldn't that be somewhat better than now? Because it sounds like he's not feeding the horse at all.
1: Mm, Yeah, true. So what could the moral be? The moral could be, like, you should take risks, but not too many. Because sometimes you should, like, stop gambling and give him some food. Because, like, he's starving people. He's starving. Maybe just don't sell his oats. Yeah. Uh, just the, keep
0: it. The moral would be, don't do that. <laughs> okay. Um, how are you going to live your life better after having heard this fable?
1: Um, focus on the job that you, like, all of the parts of the job you have instead of just focusing on one thing. Like, maybe you're, a cat, sitting mm-hmm. a cat. you're a cat sitting for a cat. Of course you're cat sitting for a cat. Well, what if you're a cat sitting for a cat, so you give them food, but you don't give them water?
0: You're not going to keep that job very long.
1: Yes. You will not get paid.
0: You will also not keep it if your job is cat sitter for dogs. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Lavender? How are you going to live your life better?
1: To pay attention to the things that, like the important things Mm -hmm. that you need to survive. Survival like, skills, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> instincts.
0: Okay, and then I think for mine, it's going to be um, plant good seeds. Try to avoid planting bad seeds, but don't uh, don't beat yourself up over the bad seeds you've planted in the past. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because there's no way to like change
0: them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, then hard questions with Dad, Rose.
1: Okay. My question is, what was one of your favorite songs as a kid and a teen?
0: I have to name a song that I liked as a kid and then a different song I liked when I was a teen. Yes. Okay, um so a song I liked when I was a kid was probably MC Hammers Can't Touch This, which I know is a song you know because oh. we still hear that on the radio. Um, I really liked that song when I was a kid. Um, I didn't think there's really anything profound to say about it. I said that when I hear it now, I definitely don't see what I saw in it when I was a kid. Especially that when I was a kid, I didn't know that it was based on a different song called Super Freak. And now I've heard that song, Super Freak. And I'm like, that's really a much better song than Can't Touch This. Um, okay. And then... When I was a teen, there is so many songs I actually liked when I was a teen that it's hard to narrow it down. Um, I really liked this song by a band called The Clash called Spanish Bombs, and it is, I think, about the Spanish Civil War, which I knew nothing about at the time, and at this present moment, I still know very little about, but I guess when I was in high school, it made me feel slightly <laughs> smartish to be like, uh, Yes, I like sophisticated music about topics like the Spanish Civil <laughs> War.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, indeed.
0: Lavender, your hard question.
1: My question is What's your favorite
0: food? My favorite food of the okay, is not spaghetti. <laughs> and I like a spicy dish called Mapo tofu. Oh, and it is, uh, yes. is usually made with ground pork and tofu and spicy sauce. It comes from China and basically I think I'm definitely not an expert, but I think that it exists in Chinese food in most parts of China and so everybody kind of cooks it a little bit differently.
1: It's so good. Yeah. We we definitely recommend it to you, but unfortunately, that's not my recommendation. If you like spicy foods and even though it's not spicy, even
0: either. though it is a tofu dish, know that it is not vegetarian.
1: Yes, it that has, has meat in, in it. him. Yeah. Don't always think tofu is for vegetarians.
0: Last segment recommendations. Woo woo. Maha tofu.
1: No. Okay. My recommendation is a book called Six of Crows. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like a young adult novel? And
0: is it about how um, (laughs) they get their cheese stolen by a a fox? (laughs) All all six of them?
1: (laughs) Oh, oh. (laughs) Um, It's about six children slash teenagers that go on a heist.
0: Okay. That's
1: all and, I'm
0: saying. And Still twins? It, it, no. This is a young adult novel, so it is not for kids, right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Rose, your recommendation?
1: So, of course. It's by my favorite author, Gordon Korman. Mm-hmm. It is called Operation Do-Over. If you're looking for it, it has a dog on the cover.
0: But the name is not Operation Dog-Over, as we've <laughs> talked about many times. <laughs>
1: So it's basically about this guy who has who has like a really bad life in the past, and then he had this major incident, which for some like somehow it teleports him back into the past. So he's trying to solve everything, and then in the end, no spoilers. In the end, the um, book
0: ends. <laughs> the
1: book ends perfectly okay. placed, and uh, I
0: think that's like our podcast. The podcast has come to an end.